1: What's your weird story?
0: Hello, Weirdsville. It's time once again for the What's Your Weird Story podcast. I am one of your hosts, Adam Beebe, here with you, as always. And who is always as here with me is uh, our other co-host, smiling sensei, Barry Johnston. Hello, Barry. <laughs> it's <laughs>
1: Hello. <laughs> that made me smile. That's great. Oh, man. How are you?
0: I'm doing well, my friend. I'm doing well. I uh, uh, I, I want to urge our listeners to stay listening because uh, we offer them uh, an escape, a retreat from all of the political advertising that oh. is <laughs> everywhere. Uh, Yep. That time of year. All over, dude. Yeah. You got the midterms elections, but you know, so, um, the only thing I'll say is go out and vote and, uh, and we'll leave it at that. And that's about as political as we're going to, we're going to get.
1: Yep. Well, we got the, the uh, holiday season of Halloween to keep us, uh, in good spirits. Yes. We always love this time of year and we always love watching the movies and the series and, uh, of course, we did our episode um, about our uh, favorite horror series, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we always always enjoy this time of year. It's always an excuse to come home after a long day and put on a nice horror movie. You know, indeed, <laughs>
0: indeed, and also. Uh, speaking of you know, f- reflecting back upon our stories, or, or our favorite series or other uh, new episodes of the Netflix Unsolved Mysteries. Have yeah. you watched any of those yet?
1: Yes, I have. I've watched the first one. I was gonna oh. say I was gonna say two, but I haven't. I haven't got that far yet. But yeah, the first one was awesome. By the way, the
0: first one is awesome. Yep. the second one is what you're gonna get your cool uh, your your Netflix boner over.
1: Okay, um, sweet
0: it's right up your alley. Awesome. Um, I'm, yeah, slapping you around until you get that uh, viewed. Okay. Yeah, man. <laughs> trust no, me. No, for sure. I'm raising my eyebrows suggestively. Awesome. But trust me. Awesome. Like it. awesome. And then the third one's good, too. Yeah, it's, it's, they just do such a great job with those, you know, documentary kind yeah. of series.
1: They've taken what they used to do and they've updated it and kind of brought Mm -hmm. it into the modern age. They they continue that same kind of format, but just do it so well. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's fantastic. Um, So go you know check that out. I think there'll be more episodes out. uh, You know, I think today the twenty fifth that will be out. So check those out. Also, if you listen on Spotify for some reason, last week's episode did not show up. And uh, we're trying to resolve that problem and hopefully won't have that problem again this week. But if you are listening elsewhere, um, you know, hey, you got us. So, you know, go and give us a a rating or a view or something such as that. Follow as well. Yeah. That helps us out.
1: Who knows why those types of things happen? Who knows?
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's no big. It's deal. out of our control. <laughs> that, yeah, that very much true. But uh, I've I've contacted them, and we're going to work on a solution, to get that taken care of. Um, so yeah, so I've uh, i watched those new, uh, watched the new unsolved mystery, uh, Netflix thing. I've also been getting back into, uh, or rewatching at least, uh, Walking Dead.
1: Oh um, wow, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I I watched the first. Um, up until season seven,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, so the first six seasons I watched, and then that and then when, when when that was caught up, and now it's, so it's been a few years, so I'm letting them build back up. Wow! And then I think uh, you know, so I've got a few more seasons, but that's a lot of TV. Yeah,
1: um, you know, uh, I w- I just funny enough watched a thing today, an interview with um, the lady um, who plays um, she's she's a main character. That hooks up with the police officer guy in the first Was like, it
0: Michonne?
1: Yeah, I think that's the, the right. one
0: who had the blade.
1: No, 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 not her. Not her. Oh. I'm talking about in the very beginning. Very beginning. Oh,
0: his it. wife.
1: Right. His wife. Okay, and yes. then and the other cop that died in the first like season or two. He's a pretty yeah. he's a pretty um he's done a lot of stuff since, but he's got yeah. a podcast now. Um, oh he,
0: John, is Joe. Yeah, something? yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah, I can't Y'all, remember his name. He, He's a great actor dude because is, uh, I did not like him as Shane in Walking Dead and then he played uh Frank Castle the Punisher yes. in Marvel's Netflix Punisher yep. we uh, again we're not sponsored by Netflix but we certainly will take Netflix money if they want to sponsor us. Um yeah. Yeah. but he w- man I cuz like I was like I don't know but then like he he was so good. Yeah. In that role. I mean, he's, you know, he looks like a military guy. He looks like he's had military training. And, like, I'd completely forgotten that he was Shane uh, when I was watching Punisher because, like, he just inhabits that role so much. And they're very similar roles, but he doesn't have his... Of fake southern accent is it John Um, Bernthal? Is that his name? Yeah, that's it. That's it. Joe or John Bernthal, something like that.
1: His podcast is really good, man. Um, Oh yeah, yeah. He's got like he's had some really interesting people on, like, and not even like actors or anything, but just normal people. But um, anyway, yeah, this podcast they were talking about uh, The Walking Dead and. Apparently, the one of the main writers got let go, and this Mm -hmm. is like kind of early on, which explains a lot. I always wonder in those types of series, like when there's a shift Mm -hmm. in, and it's something that as a viewer you may not be able to put your finger on, but you know something's changed, Mm -hmm. and that was one of the big things that changed. And there is a they were talking about the kind of inner workings of all that stuff. I find that stuff really fascinating, man.
0: Yeah, there was one of the guys, he was like one of the main writers and one of the main showrunners who, right. who left yeah, that's a, right. after season two, I think. That's right. And um and there was a shift. There, you know it, I don't think it went bad or anything no, no, like no, that. No. But it's definitely you can there's a little bit you, you can, can tell. one of the, you could tell one of the creative forces is not there. Yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of like if, in in music, if you will, um <clears throat> after uh the self-titled blue album and Pinkerton. Matt right. Sharp left the well, left Weezer to go and form the Rentals, and um, you can really hear the lack of him in the other yeah. Weezer stuff because it's yeah. way heavily. It's all Rivers stuff. He doesn't have
1: yeah, and that I balance. I would even I would even put Jason Cropper as being another. So not a lot of people know this, but he was in the band. He was let go early on mm-hmm. and uh Bell was brought in, but he wrote like uh Jonas, my name is Jonas. Mm-hmm. He wrote some of those like really catchy uh things that it was just an ingredient that they had. That that mm-hmm. first batch of songs that they had, dude, yep. were so good, man. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yep. So anyway, yep. um that's our media market corner <laughs> for this week um you know we we love to consume media as because we're human beings here in the uh, in, in the in the free world or i don't know not free world but the uh uh we're, we're keep on rocking in the free world we do you know, you in know, the free market the, also uh, the free market yeah uh, yeah but is it free oh sorry wandering <laughs> into politics <laughs> eh, 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 eh. back up so, just kidding so anyway um let's talk about today's guest guests plural
1: Yes, we have two amazing guests. actually, our friend Chantal came back, and she brought with her her friend, Garrett, who's now our friend.
2: Mm-hmm. kind of
1: interesting how that works. We all become friends, um, it, you know everyone that's ever come on this show, we just have we always leave the conversation in in a great, great vibe, a great yeah. way, making new friends, and Garrett has become a new friend, and we talk about some interesting stuff.
0: yeah, and we talked a lot. Um, because we really had, you know, a great conversation. So we've split it up into two episodes, um, which we feel is fair because, you know, uh, two guests, two episodes out of it, but also we spoke to them for over two hours and, uh, there was a very good defining point between their stories. Uh, One story that you'll be hearing about today from a place they worked together at one point in the place that Garrett still works, yeah, it's uh, which shall not be named, but it is a, it's a, uh, they like to keep it underground. I'm winking at Barry.
2: <laughs> <Weep>.
0: <laughs> we'll save the next four uh, next week, and it's a good one. That'll be a good Halloween episode, won't it? Or post Halloween, I guess this is kind of our pre-Halloween, Halloween sandwich right between uh, our episode drops here. So uh, yeah, it'll be good. What's a good Halloween sandwich for you with 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 Garrett and Chantel? Oh man, I don't know if that sounds good or not. Once I said it out loud, <laughs>
1: we'll forgive you.
0: Uh, I you know my mouth and my brain uh, do not connect on the same filter system. I think or or something. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but uh, I'm. But let's let's get to let's get ourselves out of this and uh, into uh, this episode. Chantel was chomping at the bit uh, to share. So Chantel, Garrett, thank you ever so much for joining voice forces and then joining us. Uh, What's your weird story?
3: I'm gonna let Garrett start this one because oh, he is Oh a- now
0: now you're gonna hold <laughs> back on the on the <laughs> <laughs> you are, or, well, you yeah,
3: I could start with that with that one. It's kind oh, of yeah, outside all of our other stories. But yeah, so yesterday I had left work early. Um, uh, Garrett plays tuba in jazz concert. So me and him well, I mean, obviously he was gonna be there, but our buddies that we hang out with on Tuesday night, we were all meeting up at the concert and watching him perform. So I leave early, I'm gonna come home and shower, but I get sideswiped and so I basically spent all of my time dealing with this guy who wanted to blame it on me instead of you know, him just taking the blame for hitting my car. And it really wasn't even there's not even that much damage but I still want the paint on my car to be fixed Sure, right. and yeah. So he's going to blame me because he doesn't want his insurance to go up.
2: Uh, so
3: but we have this theory. Okay. Every Tuesday when we're all meeting uh, up, something bad happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. We think we're cursed because there's this girl that also used to be part of the group. Her name was Sam or I guess is Sam. Um, She was into, like, witchcraft and stuff, and she would talk about curses and hexes and all these other things that she believed in. And eventually, like, we didn't kick her out of the group because of that. We kicked her out of the group because on my birthday, while we were all hanging out um, at another haunted place in Herman, Missouri, um, she just decided to sit down and ask us some questions about our life. I don't even remember when, like what she asked. This was a couple years ago, but it was basically like she wanted our input because she really didn't want to be with this guy that she had a kid with. Mm -hmm. And she, we just like gave her some advice, but then she came back and told us that we were too codependent on our significant others. And that, we should try traveling alone and we told her how that's dangerous and she didn't like that. And, um, so after that, we just decided, you know, maybe she shouldn't be part of our group. And then after that, every single Tuesday, like we'll go to a restaurant, one of our foodie food, won't come out. Mm. One of foods will be burned or a drink will, be disgusted like something always happens somehow <laughs> we're like we'll call the restaurant hey when does your food close 10 o'clock and then we get there and they're like we only have pizza and french fries and we're like what like something always happens so <laughs> sort of like, yeah we decided that the side swipe that happened in my car was probably her fault
0: yeah sounds like yeah Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, I mean, that's that whole if it looks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, it's probably a curse from from an old friend. So (laughs) our former friend, I should say. (laughs) You've been tainted,
1: been tainted.
0: You know, um, I I got a recently I got one of those front uh, facing cameras for my car uh you know to so i could record everything while i'm driving and um one thing i can say is it's it's made me a little bit a better of a safe driver i've noticed and also i don't um like get road rage like i would sometimes do yeah and i mean my road rage was the extent of me just cussing somebody out and throwing out some birds you know um <laughs> And that's that's one of my one few character flaws. Uh, I get it from my mom. She's the one that used to do it. Uh, that's where I learned all the all the bad words. When it's I was still that's un, still unbelievable to me. But, but <laughs> no, it, yeah. you know, I I, I just <laughs> but it's
1: amazing also. <laughs> yeah.
0: So so you know, I mean, you know, you might want to if you if you deal with a lot of deal with a lot of traffic. Uh, I recommend with that, especially if you go down the rabbit hole of watching. Uh, dashboard cam videos on youtube and seeing all the people you know getting wrecks yeah. and also just people flipping out oh yeah in, uh, with real road rage issues because you know i mean you, you've got you know then you've got they're on film people act differently on camera yeah everybody knows that you're going to be on your best behavior for the yep. most part. Mm-hmm. so there you go just a suggestion you know go down the I rabbit wanna- hole
3: Google cameras to put on the top of my car after what happened to me yesterday.
1: <laughs> pe- pe- well, you know, we've talked about before. People, when you're driving in a car, your, your, your sense of awareness is super high anyway. You know, you're yeah. just like, you're on edge and you don't even realize it, but like something like that happens, you know, somebody gets hit or something. And then it's just like, Oh, all the more reason to just flip out. And, you know, and just lose your shit. Yeah, and yeah. It's, it's unfortunate, but uh, yeah, we've all been there, man. I had a guy rear end me last, let's see, two or three years ago, hit and run, man. Mm. And and uh, I got out, and the only thing I could do, I had my my phone in my in my hand, and I wanted to take a video, but my my adrenaline was pumping so much, I could not get the video thing on my phone to work. So I, I just kept t- taking pictures of him, you know, as as. He's driving off in reverse, so I can't get his tag number, you know? I was so angry. I was so angry. But uh, uh what are you going to do? Road rage. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I played disc golf, so I would have took one of my discs out. There and you go.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, 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 dude. I get yep. aimed now,
0: so. I would imagine, yeah, man. Get one of the hard putters yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Putter right, right putter right to, to the face, man. That's right. <laughs> what Your weird story. Does not condone any kind of violence or any kind of action <laughs> taken out during any episodes of road rage. That is all on you. We do. We everybody, chill and be cool. We don't. We don't condone that. Uh, we are legally uh, not. We're not responsible for any kind of incident after said, such such thing. So. There's our legal disclaimer. We are in the clear. We're in the clear, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah. So, Garrett is with us as with uh, as his Chantel, as we know that they're buddies. They hang out. They go to spooky places together. Um Oh, by the way, before we get to Garrett, uh, one last thing. Chantel was on a couple of weeks ago, and uh, she was in the contest. She came in third in the contest. Oh, so man.
1: Fantastic. What Did yeah. you get anything for that?
3: No. Basically, they just said, make sure you thank everybody that supported you.
1: Yeah. Do you know how many <laughs> votes you got?
3: I have no idea. I don't know if they tell us how many votes, but mm-hmm. I— Finally figured out how I could see who my ranking voters were. There was this one guy. I think he spent like eighty dollars on votes for me. Wow. Nice. Specifically requested, like don't don't pay. Which is
4: only eight votes because they're ten dollars each. So
3: <laughs> they are. I thought they were. Gone. Yeah.
4: No, they're ten dollars each.
0: No, no, because there were free votes, but then there were other vote. Yeah, but there were paid votes. I saw that as well. Wow. So, but I thought still
3: thought. $1 for a vote. That's crazy.
0: Wow. Wow.
3: Oh my gosh. But I mean, it's cool. Like, if people want to pay, that's on them. But I don't know how much you guys dive into conspiracies on, like, the five families, like the DuPonts, the Rothschilds, all those yep. families.
2: Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, since the contest is over and. Like if I'm if I talk about this, I probably won't join the contest next year because the contest was owned by the Chase family and or the Chase Bank. And you were advertising that the money would go to um, this specific um, hospital that like housed children with cancer but Mm. the hospital i found out was owned by the dupont family which i'm pretty sure is also owned like the they own the chase bank Mm. so when i found that out i was like holy crap these are the basically the corrupt families of the world (laughs) and they're probably just pocketing all this money I was like, if I lose because people aren't paying these corrupt families, I'm okay with that.
0: Right. Well, but here's the thing, though: if what they're what they're getting out of that, if they're what they're probably doing is this, they're taking that money and they're donating it, right? So they are the ones who get the benefit. Of donating from taxes, that's yeah. one of the things they they exactly. they they're not getting to keep the money. They're but they are putting it. It's kind of insular, you know. Yeah, sure, yeah. it's going into one of the things that they own, but they're reaping the benefit of of you exactly. know get somebody else getting money from somebody else for this for a cause. But mm-hmm. you know, not but using it for a different thing altogether, which is, of course, how it's it not happens like the, all the time. Every
3: fun check in the mail at the beginning of the year. So I was like, no, anything to do with Chase Bank, DuPont family, do not spend your money. Do not. It's <laughs> like, please, please, seriously, don't spend your money. And it's like, now I can, now that the competition is over, I can actually go into my own like in-depth research and try to find any information that I can to see like where it is at. Yeah. Like with that, yeah. the DuPont family and everything.
0: All right, and right now I'd like to thank this week's uh, sponsor of the, of the uh, podcast, the DuPont Chemical Company. Uh,
1: <laughs> they'll be they'll be shelling out a half a million dollars for us yeah, yeah. to uh, right. to keep <laughs> quiet and to make sure this story goes away.
2: <laughs>
0: we'll, we'll we'll make sure to throw you a little bit of that change. Uh, <laughs>
1: Anyway. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, this is basically what we do here, Garrett. Just shoot the shit.
4: Okay. <laughs> do you, Chantal, do you, want, do you want to start with the lamp or do you want to start with the cave? Um, I guess we're both talking on that, so.
3: Yeah. I mean, if you were, you going to tell the ghost stories of your family house?
4: Yeah, I was going to do that last. Okay.
3: Okay you're going to do that last. Um, okay. Well, if we start with limp, I went into such in-depth research on this and holy crap, I found more information. I did such deep diving today. Cool. I found information that I don't think most people even know about. So I don't know if I want to really start with that. You can go ahead and start with, The cave because it's like after all of this information that I have, oh my gosh! (laughs) So go ahead and start. Do all your stories first. Okay, so
4: uh, me and Chantel we used to work at this cave together. while I still work there, so I'm just going to keep the the name uh, hidden. I guess these
1: are like real Uh, real caves. Like you go you go into the underground or into a cave yeah
4: mm-hmm. just so yeah we know. We, yeah. we were tour guides of it and we talked about rocks all day so
0: yeah well, let's just let's just call it the the bat cave because every yeah, that's, that's the most fine. famous probably the most famous cave i think in, in the world um yeah. uh, you know uh, so that way we can have the a name for uh, than the cave just so um just any any really excuse to make allu- uh, allusions to batman is is good in my, <laughs> in, my in my book but, uh, but okay carry on. all right so i
4: there's a there's a, a little bit um so this cave uh goes back to the civil war um there was uh the confederate soldiers um were on the outside. The Union soldiers were on the inside, using saltpeter and everything, and making it to uh, make gunpowder. Um, and then, you know, Union soldiers found out about them inside the cave, and so that territory in Missouri was a like halfway point. So um, it was a lot of action in Missouri, and um, lots of lots of death happened in that cave and on the out outside of the cave. So. Sometimes you'll see uh people walking around at night um that aren't actual people <laughs> and they're ghosts.
2: And mm-hmm. uh,
4: you'll see uh Confederate soldiers like I said um lots of the uh uh the guards at the guard shack um would see uh Confederate soldiers just walking around. Wow. And you like you could blatantly see them too like it's, it's not like a shadow figure or anything it's like it looks like a real person wow,
2: wow. Um,
4: um i personally haven't seen it uh but i don't stay there overnight i'm just a tour guy so i leave right after my shifts over
2: yeah. mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> uh, for a reason because that stuff kind of freaks me out um we, uh, we used to have a tour guide there that uh, accidentally left lights on overnight, so we would have to walk the cave uh, to make sure all the lights were off. Well, one night, um, I was a lit guide, and I had another tour guide with me, uh, and... I told her, hey, go up to the upper levels, check all the lights, and I'll go down to the lower levels, and I'll check all the lights. Um, You don't really have to go all the way down to pretty much see if all the lights are off. You can go pretty much, like past the doors and then go around a, a, a corner and you can pretty much see that if like there's like lights down the hallway and stuff. It's pretty, it that first stretch is like a mile. Oh, wow. So the whole cave, Damn. the whole whole cavern system is about 26 and a half miles long.
1: Holy so shit, man. That's huge.
4: You, there, you're only going on the tour about a mile and a quarter. So wow. oh, wow. first, yeah, the first stretch is only like a mile. She went up to the quarter mile stuff. Um, so I get down there and I check all the lights and stuff and I was like, okay, I usually have to wear headphones cause I, you hear stuff down there. You'll hear footsteps behind you you'll hear, oh, man. um, uh, voices, which honestly, I, like a lot of people are like, oh, that's just I'm paranoia, par- paranoia and everything. I'm like, I don't, I don't think so. Cause it, it's distinct sounds like you can, you can hear people talking um but i come back
0: um and is that is that information you share on your tour that oh and hey if you're down here you can by yourself <laughs> late at night you can uh, hear voices and
4: i only tell it to people that uh i i say whenever it's late and like towards the end of like my shift and if I have, like, two people on my tour, I'm going to be like, hey, do you like ghosts? Do you like ghosts and stuff? And then I tell them. And then sometimes if I have time, if I'm late to or, like, if there's, like, a 40-minute wait till the next tour it goes in, I'll uh, go to where we call um, Hollywood, and I'll turn off all the lights, and uh, we'll just sit there for about five minutes and listen. Um, wow. And sometimes uh, – there was one, one time where – it sounded like someone was running up to us from, like, where, where we're supposed to go to go out. So it, it sounded like someone was running on that concrete, that wet concrete. So it sounded like someone was running up on us, and I was like, whoa, and I, and I flashed up my flashlight, and it disappeared. Damn. Like the, footsteps, the footsteps just disappeared Uh, no way, nothing And I looked at them and I was like, yo, did you hear that? And they are like, uh, yeah Can we go? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, of course <laughs> Um But that night I was coming back And Chantel's heard this before Um, I've, I've I start walking back Uh, we get to the door, I get to the doors Um and I hear a, like, kind of like, it's a knocking noise. It sounds like someone's knocking on the door, basically. And the owner, the original owner of the cave, uh, his name is Lester B. Dill. Um, and uh, there's a picture of him on whenever you go into the cave and everything. It's like all this green wall and a bunch of information about the cave and the Civil War soldiers. Uh, you can uh, his face is there, so you can you know what he looks like. Mm-hmm. So, um, I turn around, and I, I I'm not kidding. It literally looked just like him, like just staring at me, just smiling and waving. Oh wow! Damn. I I can't get the image out of my head, but it, it's yeah. And when I saw that, I was like, nope. <laughs> <I> ran out. <laughs> I, and the girl that was uh, the other tour guide, uh, she saw me sprinting, and she's like, "Yo, what's up?" I'm like, "I'm out, bye." <laughs>
2: <laughs> and
4: uh, she's like, "Wait up!" And I'm like, "Hurry up, because I ain't stopping." <laughs> but that I I I tell that story to a lot of people um, because that was probably the the biggest paranormal. That's um uh experience I've had in that cave. What kind Uh, of stuff
1: do you have? Like uh so in those caves, I'm sure there's like stones and crystals and things like that. Uh,
3: Mm.
1: I'm just wondering because like, you know, it sounds like the spirit thing is pretty, pretty heavy duty there. So uh, I'm wondering, So
4: the only batch of thing, a batch of like crystals that we have there, uh, that's like natural and everything is just a little batch of quartz that's up in the ceiling. Okay. Uh, everything else is just all rock, limestone. Uh, gotcha. Limestone, okay. Um, limestone. okay. Yep.
1: Yeah. Gotcha. Man, that sounds creepy as hell, man.
0: <laughs> in, yeah. the, in the coolest way. How far into the cave did, was that you saw him?
4: Oh, it's not far at all. Like you, oh, wow. you, you go in. Uh, so you go in. Uh, and right into the cave, you see uh, to your left is a bunch of like um gift shop gift shop stuff for like cave stuff, like rocks and stuff. We have a big uh a- amethyst gemstone rock mm. that's like worth about, uh, like five thousand dollars. Wow um, our boss won't sell it because she likes it <laughs> 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 uh, we've we we've had people come in there and and buy several thousands of dollars of rocks um, Wow. But yeah, you go in, uh, then the booth to buy your tickets is on, on your right. And then, uh, like 50 feet in front of you is the gate, uh, to go in. Um, and it's pretty open. Like it's, you can see pretty much, uh, about 150 feet into the, past that gate. And you can, you can see pretty much everything, uh, past that gate. We have a, a room called a ballroom that we hold a lot of events in, um, they haven't held private events in there for quite some time, because um, of uh, issues of people going back in the cave and destroying stuff. Mm. Um, but we usually have uh, uh, a gospel night, Christian night, and everything go in there and perform uh, twice a year.
1: I bet you that's um, amazing. It, mm-hmm. it is.
4: I've only I've only watched it once, um, and they barely use any electronics. That's all I know.
1: So. Yeah. It's all acoustics. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I'm I'm an audio guy, so I would love that. I would absolutely (laughs) love that, man.
4: Uh, After the ballroom, um, it's just right around the corner, and that's where the doors are to go into the lower levels. So it's like not even 200 feet past the gate. Wow.
0: Wow. How far have you gone into the bowels of the earth? Uh.
4: Personally, I think I've done a little bit more than Chantel. Um, I don't know if she has or not. I'm pretty sure we both have gone past Lassie, correct?
3: Yeah, so like, Lassie is this section where I guess they filmed a couple episodes of Lassie back in the day. So now we just have a canvas picture and it sits there just up on a little mound of clay but it used to be this area where they designated to be the bomb shelter and they used to sell tickets but then due to the fl- the cave flooding once or twice mm. later, and like medical supplies was basically getting moldy and floating around and getting lost. They quit selling bomb shelter tickets, but they carved out probably like a good half mile. And then it's like an area you can keep walking for a little bit. And then I think it turns into like a crawl space and mm. it's mostly clay that you have to go through. So mm. yeah, I am yeah, you
2: get-
3: so scared of right. being trapped inside small spaces. Mm-hmm. It's- with something like clay yeah. or, or like water oh that terrifies me wow. so i have not been back there that far that's uh,
4: cool i got to a point where you couldn't go any farther otherwise you'd have to get pretty dirty and i had to go to my next tour <laughs> so i this was before they said hey uh you cannot go back in the cave anymore um because stuff happened And they don't allow people to go venturing on.
3: When I was there back in, like, 2014 and 15, it was basically like, yeah, don't go back in the cave. But we knew, like, if we did, it wouldn't be a big deal. It was mostly just, like, we told you not to. So if you get hurt or your uniform get damaged by all the clay, like, that's on us. And then Mm we would have to pay for a new uniform. But, yeah, nowadays it's like no, do not absolutely do not go back there. We're not just saying that,
0: yeah, sure, yeah. yeah, and the uniform uh is it you know are you is it Batman related or is it like a villain of his, or um you know is it that's uh or is it you know like like a boy scout uniform yeah
4: no, we, we we just like yeah. wear uh <laughs> yeah, we just wear uh it looks like um. A tan shirt, brown pants, just look like, uh, state troopers basically. No.
1: <laughs> With the Batman utility belt.
2: <laughs>
4: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> That'd be that's badass, best man.
3: Batman that we can get is black belt. <laughs>
1: <Nice>. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. That's uh wow. Yeah. I, I suppose that, um, they could, they couldn't afford people to be hurt or missing these days. So they gotta, they gotta shut that down.
0: I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, twenty oh. thirty years ago, man. Yeah, just, yeah. I imagine back in the eighties. Yeah. Man. Oh, do what you yeah, want, okay. dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tour guys were drunk, you know, down yeah. there. <laughs>
1: you remember that? You remember that documentary, Class Action Park? Did you remember seeing oh, that? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It'd yeah. be
1: like that. He's <laughs> kind of. <laughs> only five people have died or have been missing this week.
2: You
4: know. Yeah. <laughs> we like to sometimes I like to spook the kids that come through and then be like, Hey, have you ever watched the movie The The Descent? And they're like, No, and I'm like, Go watch it. You'll never want to come into a cave again.
2: <laughs>
1: oh that's great. That's so cool. I don't think we've ever had a cave story, have we?
0: Uh I I, I can't i can't think of one not a haunted cave no for uh, no. sure oh, i don't there's quite some more like
4: i mean that's one big one for me uh there's uh, one big from Chantel that uh she'll talk yeah. about and then i'll talk about another one too that uh, cool. didn't really happen to me but like it, i experienced it Okay, cool. uh, one of my what happened to one of my friends
0: soon so just keep your eyes out for that and if you decide to get one of our shirts tag yourself on instagram to ours or facebook show your love show us what you got let's see your true colors
3: Garrett, do you remember um the name of the like spanish settlers that came to the area um Because whoever the first, like, settler in the area was that found the cave, they actually, I think they came up on, like, some kind of, like, wooden raft up the river, and then Mm. they found the mouth of the cave because someone was hanging from the opening of the cave.
4: Whoa. Whoa. Damn. I I have not heard that, no. Yeah, there
3: was... I can't remember if it was a Spanish settler that found someone or if it was a, I think it was a French settler that found a Spanish settler hanging from the mouth of the cave. And that's how it was basically discovered and bought. Wow. That's yeah
0: creepy. Yeah. To say the least.
3: Um, I only have one haunted story or paranormal experience from the cave. Um, I took a tour in. I was late guide. And I think this is like the pattern for the stories is it always happened late guide. (laughs) Yeah. And so I'm on my way in. I only have two people and we would talk about the history of the cave um, just right after the ballroom. There's like this small little hallway area where we show them like a Springfield musket talk about the Civil War and as we're walking to go to the next room where those doors are that Garrett was talking about it kind of sounded like a piece of hope had fallen off the wall and I could have swore we used to have like a piece of poster board that said like civil war room or something. Mm-hmm. And it, it sounded like cardstock hitting the floor. And then you hear a ting, 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 ting. And I'm like, Oh, those are just the tacks that fell.
2: Mm-hmm. And
3: I'm just thinking this to myself, like, okay, I'll just clean that up after the tour. And hopefully no one comes in and steps on those tacks. And one of the ladies is like, did that sound like bullet shells? And I'm like, Yeah, I think it's just tax, though. I think we have a poster that must have fallen down. And she's like, oh, okay. So I do the whole tour, and it's, like, uh, about an hour later. We're coming out of um, the top room, and you come down this um, ramp, and you can, like, hear noises in the cave and tell where they're coming from most of the time. Um, based off of certain echoes and like once you're in there so much and for so long like you just know where Mm -hmm. someone is in a room based off of what the noise sounds like yeah so we're coming down the ramp from the upper department of the cave and i hear a man yell and it almost sounds opera-like and we do have this room called the theater room and it kind of sounds like it's coming up from that area but it sounded further away like it was coming from the uppermost room which is called the wine room but it sounded like like a really deep yell that kind of stretched out and then faded and I don't think either of those ladies heard it I just like looked at them and we, at this point, as we keep walking, we're now into the area where I thought the poster board was. There's no poster board on the floor. I see no tacks. I'm like looking up at the walls. Everything that is on the walls is like still there. So nothing had fallen. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, they need to walk faster so we can get.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> and and it was like, it wasn't like loud to them that I don't think they heard it. But the fact that we, I could hear something from mm-hmm. where we were and it echoing meant like it would have been really loud from where it was coming from.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Damn.
3: So I was ah. like, oh my gosh. And I had to go back And that night. I did not check to see if the lights were off. The- and <laughs> <laughs> Good call. I was like, no, I'm turning these front lights off, and I'm getting out of here.
1: (laughs) I would have, too. Golly. How crazy. Yeah, and then I'm
3: like, oh, my gosh, that probably was, like, like, I don't know what the cardstock noise was. Like, I don't know. Like, I guess that could have been someone, like, maybe packing their gun with gunpowder. And yeah. then I don't know what the bullet shells would have been, like, maybe from a different time period or something, because that whole area, like, started off with the Native Americans, it, um, and then the Spanish came in, and then the French, and then everything between the Union soldiers and the Confederate soldiers, and then who knows even after that.
1: Yeah, no kidding. Yeah,
0: yeah there's no telling what kind of... I mean, what it was, what the sound was trying or making, or whatever, you know, yeah. it could just something that just trying to get your attention somehow.
4: I don't know how uh, frequent these types of guns were back then, but it could have been like uh, one of the caps that you put on the gun that uh, shoot and like ignite it and stuff. And yeah, well, like a flintlock.
0: Yeah, yeah, like yeah. an old flintlock. Yeah. Well, I mean, depending on how old that cave is, they could have been, ha- they, I mean, because, I mean, they were still using flintlock, you know, probably somewhat, at least sometimes in the Civil War. I mean, by that time they yeah. had, you know, I mean, some advance, there was definitely advancement in guns by then, but yeah. there were still people who were probably still using a uh, that kind of a flintlock. Lock
1: mechanism. Yeah, yeah, that's fascinating.
3: And yeah. sometimes on tours, it would feel like you would get the feeling that someone was standing next to you, and you'd turn around because sometimes tour guides would sneak up on you in the dark. What if you were walking backwards and you'd turn around and they'd just be standing oh. there? And there were several times where I thought I felt someone behind me, and I'd turn around. Nobody would be there oh, or the man. temperature changed drastically oh. or felt like someone was walking there. That was happening all of the time.
1: Oh man. That'd be to, that'd be hard to uh that'd be tough to get used to. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, if
4: you go down there and like start, you have to go clean glass or anything. I always wear headphones. Yeah. I cannot go down there without headphones. See, I think um,
1: that would freak me out even more though, because then if yeah, some, then if I see something, if I'm, I'm listening to Crazy Train, down there, bro. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> have you ever tried to re- like do any kind of uh, recording down there, like a digital recording or anything?
4: Um, I tried, uh, but I didn't get anything. Mm.
0: So
3: I never tried. That was like before I started piecing together that my life is full of a lot of weird things and that (laughs) remembering and recording and figuring it out, out what it all is.
1: (laughs) This is pre craziness.
3: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Craziness was always happening. Yeah.
1: He just didn't put it together. Yeah,
3: exactly. Yeah.
1: That's great though. Man, that would be, I mean, what a cool resource to have if you were into these types of things. Not that I would ever spend, you know, time trying to ghost hunt in a situation like that. And I don't encourage anybody to do that. But if I were so inclined, it would be sweet to have a cave like that to do it in, Mm -hmm. you know? Just because I think there's something about the rock, there's something about the thing, the structure itself over time you know having all these like you know different peoples that occupied the caves at a Mm -hmm. certain point in time it's just all very interesting to me man and i love caves Mm -hmm. you know they're so interesting and cool is there like stalactites and stalagmites or whatever oh yeah that kind of thing gotcha yeah that's so They're,
4: they're all over the place um, mainly up in the upper levels. There's a uh, one big patch in the lower levels, but um, most of the lower levels is all history. So we nice. just talk about history, and then we get to the back end, and then we talk about formations, and then we go back up to the upper levels, and there's more of them up there. So.
2: Gotcha.
0: And you said that a lot of it is limestone.
4: uh yeah. uh Cause... that's where all the the formations are. So that, that uh, the the Minerals that come down are like iron ore, manganese, um, calcium. Those are the big three um, minerals that are in this area. Uh, Some other caves like around the U.S., they'll have different minerals, but those are like the three prominent uh, minerals in this area.
0: Limestone seems to have some kind of connection or prominence uh, in areas of uh, of paranormal high paranormal activity. Yes. And so that's why I was like, you know, the limestone, well that's key. So that yeah. makes yeah, they a, lot a lot of, of sense. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, and and the
1: course the of course, crystals. Course. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Big time. Big time. Mm. Which I mean I used to never be I was always uh, that's bullshit. That's I always poo poo that idea of crystals and things like that. But I did date a chick who was way into that stuff. And then I finally understood it when they did, they did that, uh, a crystal layout on me. I don't know if you ever heard of that, but they take different crystals and they put them on different chakras on your body. And it will absolutely make your body hum at this weird frequency. And you, you know, I'm totally sober by the way. Um, It is odd. It's very strange. And I never did understand it until that. And then I'm like, Oh, I see now why people are so into mm-hmm. crystals and things like that. Because yeah, you
0: know, and why well, those why people will spend thousands of dollars yeah. on crystals right. because they're into that and they that uh, yeah yeah I've never experienced anything really with uh, crystals uh, per se. Um, you know, not that I mean I've really even tried. Um, I used to drink a lot of Crystal Light lemonade when I was younger. <laughs> um because you know did <laughs> did that sugar. make you um well you know not as much as if it was regular um if it was regular lemonade with all the sugar i probably just crystal or crystal but just the crystal light right um you yeah, know yeah, yeah, but it was, was tasty man we could get away with making that i could drink a whole pitcher really easily um and you could freeze it too and you have a nice lovely uh you know ice pop <laughs> <laughs>
4: So, there's a, <laughs> one more story.
1: That was ridiculous.
4: There's one more story that, uh, uh, with, the, with the cave unless Chantel has another one.
3: No, I don't. Okay. Not that I can cool. remember, but no, never know. They pop up in my memory every once in a while.
4: <laughs> so, this one um, deals with uh, one of my friends. This happened to him. So, I'm not entirely sure if it actually happened or if he was just pulling our leg or not. But a lot of stuff was lining up to where it was okay we could believe him um but he likes to pull jokes sometimes So he, he he's a jokester so. mm. but so we uh we had a um coworker pass away um i don't know 5 6 years ago around there um and uh he really liked vanilla cigars and you could after he passed away um, you could smell vanilla cigars throughout the cave.
2: Oh, wow. In his
4: favorite in his favorite spots too. Oh. You could smell it blatantly. Um, and, uh, one day he, uh, the, the tour guy, uh, he, uh, went on a tour this was late a uh, late tour, of course. And, uh, uh, he gets done, uh, he gets over to the, the last room, um, and he gets done with this tour and he come, comes running out and he's like, Hey uh, guys, let's go talk outside the cave because I don't want to be in here right now. And we're just like, okay, we don't know what's going on for like something happened. Uh, and we get to his car and he's like, dude, pull up my shirt. Like, I just tell me what's there. And I'm like, um, there's nothing there. And he's like, dude, it's burning. Like, it, it, like his, he said that he felt like there was scratches on his back, like something, mm. like full on scratched him. Um, and we're like, dude, there's nothing on your back. Like that, that, uh, we don't, we don't, and he's like, dude, it's burning. And we think that it could have been him, but we also don't know because there's a, the, the, obviously there's a lot of energy there from civil war and mm-hmm. that, but he also, uh, like he loved that cave too so he always spent spent his time there so I don't know why it would be relevant to hurting him Um there was some bad past with him and the other guy too so mm. that could have been it but mm-hmm. we don't know so that that was that's pretty much that like they were just like there's nothing on your back I, I'm like I don't know I don't, I don't know
0: wow so, that's wow. pretty wild, man. Because yeah, if it's um, well, the, the the presence of the smoke, or you know, or that smell, we've heard stories about that before, where people have um, smelled things, especially the, the familiar or that you attached to a particular person. Um, like the like a perfume or uh like the smoke like uh, uh one of our friends was on and he told a story about how um he was thinking about his uh, grandfather and he got this kind of whiff of uh like a menthol cigarettes and uh i think either is i think it was his aftershave or Something that was that he closely associated with his grandfather that he knew that it was his grandfather that that represented That's the memory that was evoked. And of course, we know scents Really are connected with memories Um, So, you know the smell of a a vanilla cigarette like that cigar rather like that definitely would be something that would you know to evoke a memory a specific memory of a specific person so that's really that's really cool um that that was there and that makes a lot of sense to me as far as with everything connected with the the activities there in that cave yeah so cool man Hey Barry, yeah. Have you ever seen Have you ever seen a goat sucker? What? Goat sucker, chupacabra. Oh yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen one of those?
1: I haven't seen one personally, but I've heard about them.
0: Yeah, me too. If anybody's got a goat sucking story, wait, if you got a goat sucker story, we want to hear it. If you got a Bigfoot story, we want to hear it. If you got a Loch Ness Monster story, or a Lake Champlain story, or Ogo Pogo story, or uh, an Oingo Boingo story. Wait, that that was an 80s band. Anyway, you got a weird cryptid story, we want to hear it. I didn't even know what a cryptid was, man. Yeah, dude, cryptids. They're like uh, the animals that haven't been necessarily proven by science. They're the ones on the edge. You know, they're not necessarily known animals, but they're known animals. We don't have the bodies or anything like that. So they're kind of like half myth, half story based in reality, but still in that weird mystery area that we don't know about yet. Cryptids are fun.
1: Great stories, guys! Thank you for coming back, uh, Chantel, and bringing with you Garrett. He, man, I I would like to, and I've been to some of those caves over there, but I would like to find out where exactly this bat cave is and mm-hmm. uh, and go mm-hmm. visit this one because it sounds really cool and interesting.
0: You're, yeah, you're wanting to explore uh, their caves, and uh, uh, I'm not going to finish you're wanting to check out their thanks for coming guys great episode great stories freaky stories um the confederate soldiers walking around yeah. man yeah, dude it, that just shows you like the psychic scar that, that 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 war left on this country and we know it because like it's still part of a lot of the problems and issues that we're having today yeah you know, but like it's still being fought literally, you know, in the afterlife yeah. by these, you know, these spirits like that are still imprinted on the earth, you know, yeah. through through violence and through a high emotion and through blood
2: yeah it's it's,
0: crazy. it's yeah it's no wonder that I would the majority of america's hauntings are, are especially large hauntings I would imagine are civil war related yeah um on also probably um uh the uh the war that we had with the Native Americans too mm-hmm. uh, since there was a lot of trail of tears and stuff yeah yeah, <sighs> sadness just a lot of bad things you know unfortunate things. But, uh,
1: yeah, and I think that there's also like we talked before, there's something about the limestone, the, yep, whatever it is that, that allows these entities to, to remain and be energetic. You know, the dis you know, disembodied voices and things like that are always really fascinating, man. And, 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 um, just to, it makes you think about our history, you know, yeah. like, like that and, um, kind of, um, humbles you in a way and, and makes you feel bad for those all those people that had to go through all that stuff and, and just how bad it must have been for them and they were mm-hmm. able to uh, you know leave their imprint on this world and that's kind of fascinating and kind of weird
0: yeah it's like you said dude it's, it's history and it's something that we should all really embrace and understand more and you know it should be taught in schools in a way that engages students and makes them want to learn more and yeah. not just names and dates and names and dates and names and dates because it's the stories that is the important thing mm-hmm. as we've talked about many a times here on the show uh, since we're a storytelling podcast yeah. and 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 and, and in in many ways, I mean historical, yeah. uh, f- you know, for contemporary for our time period, for our life uh, spans, and the, those of the people who've been here and uh, been guests and share their stories.
1: I think so, uh, we were lucky to have a really great history teacher in Dr. Johnson.
0: Oh, absolutely!
1: And he was the first person I think that I that ever got me to think about history in a way that was interesting because
2: mm-hmm.
1: I think as a kid, you just don't understand. You don't have like, at least I was not that interested in history because I just, it, it did not hit me until I took a class with him. It was, um, I think it was a college course. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And he, and he was great, man. He was just like, he had a way to draw you in and just sort of like paint a picture for you, you know? And yeah. that's like all you need, you, you know, as a kid, something that, somebody that can grab your interest and paint a picture for you. And mm-hmm. really like as an adult, I have become so into that, you know, aspect of life. I love history. I love, um, you know, the history of the planet. I love the history of the universe and it's, uh it's always cool that we get these guests on that spark these sort of these little bubbles in your brain that like, wow, that's really an interesting, cool thing. And, um, how does that relate to me in my life? You know?
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely big, uh, big up to, uh, Dr. A.J. A- A- Johnson there in, uh, in, in, in Kingfisher, Oklahoma. I, ho- I wonder if he's still teaching. I don't know. Um, and uh, you know, if he if it is, if he, he, again, like just like Barry said, I had him in for as for high school um, US, US history, but he did, I know he taught uh, some college courses that you could take mm-hmm. while you were there in high school, yeah. uh, when your junior senior year. And uh, yeah, just a fantastic. Uh, fantastic man, uh, a fantastic American, you know, as far as a citizen, yeah. you know, not, and again, not to get too uh, politically aligned or anything, but someone who understood uh, and appreciated the laws. And how they were, and how the country was run, and how things were done in the system of government that we had, right. and imparting uh-huh. uh, his knowledge for that that history and that uh, understanding of of what uh, you know what we are uh, to us high school kids who were you know could bear half of us could barely sit still for you know. The, the the fifteen minutes, yeah. let alone the let alone the fifteen minutes for a history yeah. class, but yeah. he did a wonderful job.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Telling, story, absolutely telling stories, telling stories, absolutely. Yeah. So and uh, and and also Chantel and and Garrett did a great job telling their stories, and we mm-hmm. appreciate them coming on the show, and uh, we look forward to having them back. And this second uh, episode that we've got for you is, is a really a really cool one, and uh, yes. we, we get into some different stuff.
0: Yes, yes, it's a very spooky one. We are returning to uh, the uh, Limp Biscuit. um, Sorry, the Limp Limp. limp (laughs) Mansion, uh, as Chantel described in her previous episode. But we get to hear Garrett's side, uh, plus some other spooky, spooky stuff, and some cool history and such. So join us next week here on the What's Your Weird Story podcast, um, and join us in... uh, life um you know I, that sounds like maybe a, a kind of a weird proposal of some kind of union um and, and maybe it is but um join us here on the podcast by sharing your stories contact us through our various uh, emails or websites and all that stuff w-y-w-s-p-o-d at gmail.com uh join us on instagram twitter facebook follow us friend us rate us review us tell all your peoples that you know of the world the people you don't know shout at people on the side of the road what's your weird story podcast make sure you put podcast because you know then people will know you're promoting a podcast not just shouting out because i learned that the hard way um (laughs) regardless time to wind it up Barry, get me the wind up this today he changed it to uh He's like he's fishing. He's fishing and reeling it in. Reel it in. Reel it in. So I'm reeling it in. Uh, But, yeah, join us. We want to hear your stories. We want to see your faces. And we want Weirdsville to continue to grow. And thank you for our guest. We'll see them again next week here with you on the What's Weird Story podcast. I've been Adam Beebe.
1: I've been Barry Johnston.
0: And while you're tricker and treating with your ghouls out, be safe. Be weird. As always, if you have a weird story, we want to hear it. If you have a lot of them, we want to hear them all. We can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions.
1: Whether it's sharing your stories, listening, rating, and spreading, and spreading the,
0: the word about the podcast. podcast. Thanks for listening. Till next time, be safe.